0: Hi, it's everyone's favorite lead singer of a Fall Out Boy cover band, Justin.
1: Are you actually in a Fall Out Boy cover band?
0: No, but I always do like, I always (laughs) cover Fall Out Boy at like karaoke. Oh,
1: (laughs) nice.
2: I knew that there was
0: more truth in that than there
2: was lie. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was an an essential truth. If we're
1: doing that, then I'm everyone's favorite lesbian karaoke Shania Twain singer
2: yes
0: yes (laughs) we do like a karaoke themed one yeah
1: (laughs) Let's go, girls (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: as someone who
2: never does karaoke what would i do it could be like blah 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 blah, shower performer
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you sing in the shower i don't i didn't think you would i don't sing at all Mm -hmm. i don't i feel like you shower for like because You have to, there, it's not like an entertainment thing.
2: I dissociate in the shower,
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone's favorite shower yeah, dissociator. <laughs> dissociator. <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, that would be pretty
0: Here it good. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> okay,
2: I brought one. Hi, I'm Weston, and if dissociating in the shower was a performance art, I'd be famous. And this is Queer Meets Queer. La, la, la.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right so that was fun um okay so today we are going to hear the story of janine and taylor
3: <laughs> okay um, hi my name is janine um, my pronouns are she her
4: my name is taylor i use they them and she her pronouns i am 33 years old and i live in portland oregon
2: okay so janine and taylor grew up in either san francisco or los angeles and i know that for people who are from california this is a huge big deal but i cannot keep them straight it's I, a huge well, deal i know, they're, you know like, what? they're like different states basically mm-hmm. and i have a hard time i'll get it right in the final draft but like I don't know. One's a saint. One's an angel. I.
1: Just, Who fucking cares? <laughs> I've been, to, you know what? I've been to both places, and they're pleasant in their own unique ways. So they're from California. So they're from
0: California. <laughs> they're entirely different. I actually low key hate both places though. <laughs> okay. they're
2: totally different. They're totally different. Um, so they met in one. They met in California in a big city somewhere. They met in sixth grade, and it was that time where like, you're leaving elementary school, going to middle school, your elementary school was small and your middle school is like, you know, all these different elementary schools are being thrown together and there's like one big place and it's, it's this sort of exciting time. Uh, and that's how they met was just sort of seeing each other in middle school.
4: I remember, cause we were in sixth grade and all of my girlfriends were really feminine and into things that I wasn't into. And so, I was at a place in my life when we were entering puberty and I was just excited to go to a school where there were going to be children from other schools and I could meet them and hopefully meet them doing things and hobbies and activities that my other friends weren't into. So I was just excited to find some community somewhere.
2: And Janine remembers meeting Taylor before Taylor remembers. And so for Janine, it was kind of this like, she sees Taylor kind of from afar, like in the schoolyard, um, and is just immediately drawn to Taylor for whatever reason.
3: I remember seeing you in the courtyard at school in sixth grade, because you were, we had all kind of like hodgepodged together Mm -hmm. from different schools. And I immediately was drawn to you because you were always happy and you always wanted to play basketball and kickball and like do stuff you know and like none of the girls ever wanted to do stuff because they were like weird quickie and in sixth grade and kind of moving into the middle school era where we did get to meet new kids wasn't really exciting mm-hmm. and i needed a fresher start too and Taylor's kind of always been like a light that i've been drawn to so it was nice when i think we both needed it we found new new friends to have mm-hmm.
2: Janine remembers meeting Taylor differently. And so Janine remembers watching Taylor play basketball at recess and thinking that she was just, like, the coolest person she'd ever met. And Taylor remembers meeting Janine someplace else. And so I'm kind of curious, like, where do middle school queers meet? Take a guess. <laughs> uh, uh, that that scenario, <laughs> I obviously. Sports?
1: Basketball at recess. Yeah, well, I
0: sports. was going to say probably, like, Wire or like band there's <laughs> yeah. probably a lot of queer middle schoolers meeting there
4: we met uh. doing the Annie production <laughs> of course we met in theater this is a queer meets queer podcast Weston long story short I was a minor actor and so I helped a lot with set and um, the production side which was what Janine was doing we also had a a third uh, in our little crew and her name was Nadine, and she was the talented one because she was an orphan and had a beautiful singing voice, but she was part of we were a little tripod backstage. Oh, that
3: was our tripod.
4: And she actually ended up being queer as well.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> which we is most a ended up being
3: queer. But mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons this was a special relationship for me, because um, I'm always drawn to queer kids throughout my life and I we didn't know, you know, at the time, but it happens. And I hadn't, I was too involved with my friends who were into things that I wasn't into um, because they were popular and everything was getting very feminine and like getting boys attention started to become very important. And so I was so thankful and excited when I met Janine because a, we met in theater, something I chose to do, and B, it was the, obviously like a very queer connection that I needed, that I was looking for. I was looking for somebody like me and Janine and Nadine were, were those people for me. And so, yeah, we were just a little little trio just in, in the home ec room <laughs> doing theater stuff. Making costumes for
3: Annie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taylor was my absolute first crush of all time. And that was the first girl crush I'd ever had. Yeah, I remember Taylor in her Adidas. <laughs> to everything, fly as fuck all of the time. And she was the first person I ever had like a genuine heart, like thumping, stomach-flipping crush on.
0: That's really sweet. That's so sweet. That's, That's so cute. so cute.
4: <laughs> and, and I, of course, did not know that what was going on was that. I just knew that every day I couldn't wait to hang out with Janine. Honestly, it's so funny. I couldn't tell you exactly what we did or conversations we had when we were in sixth grade. But what I could tell you is the only visuals that I can remember is just us laughing hysterically till we're crying like i just remember running down the halls of our middle school and just giggling and like it like you know when you watch a movie and they like slow-mo kids just enjoying themselves and just smiling and laughing with each other like that's what janine and i were up to <laughs> that's pretty much it wow okay
2: yeah so taylor had no idea that janine had these for them
1: super aloof mm-hmm. Janine's like i remember what you were wearing and right. what you were doing and taylor's like i don't remember hanging out with you <laughs> but i know we did it
0: yeah. i love that I'm like i can't think of a single outfit that anyone wore like was, yeah are I was you kidding? That thing.
1: Yeah. i was like was there any one i met in junior high where i just like remembered them right away no absolutely not <laughs>
4: It was like definitely feelings for for a, a girl, right? That I like wasn't aware of, but I just obviously like looking forward to seeing her every day, that's, like, that's such a crush thing. I knew I could just be exactly who I was when I was with Janine. Like I didn't have to pretend to like feminine things or boys or anything. It was like, we could just be ourselves. And so that's probably why we had so much dang fun together. I didn't, uh, uh, Janine, before this conversation, I did not know that you were like, you knew of me playing basketball at recess before we actually played basketball at recess.
3: I knew I could trust you. You were always like Mm -hmm. a very comforting person for me to be around. It felt like community already.
2: Yeah. So they were really good friends throughout middle school. And then they went, they moved away. Um, they went to different high schools, um, they ended up going to different colleges and so there was this like big gap where they didn't see each other and it was really hard for Janine when Taylor left.
5: Yeah, that was a really hard time in my life in general. Um it was really hard to have someone that I was so close to move away and then also Taylor me having a crush on Taylor was it was like heartbreaking for sure, but we were I was always clueless. <laughs> because you were clueless but not even because of that just because i think it was the first time that something had ended in my life like i had always lived in the same place i didn't move a lot at that point in my life and so for me it was definitely a not necessarily a heartbreak but definitely like a first ending of something so i was really sad
2: yeah they you know they went through college not really you know staying in touch on social media here and there maybe a tiny bit you know just sort of dipping in and out of each other's lives virtually and then after college they both ended up moving back home at the same time and um like without
4: knowing without
2: without planning this, without knowing it they both just sort of like
4: came back to the city almost the same time Mm -hmm. and i would love for you to explain how we ended up reconnecting uh, I know you're not going to remember. That's why I'm asking you.
5: I know you're doing that on purpose. I was like, I've tried to rack my brain for weeks trying to remember okay, exactly how this it even started.
4: <laughs> I'm just being a brat. So, do it. Tell it. Um, my, another one of our childhood queer friends who was like my best, best friend in the whole world for my entire life, her name is, their name is Glow. <laughs> my Glow Bug is what I, called Glow when we were dating in high school. When I came back to the Bay, Glow was already there. Glow hit me up one day, and they're like, hey, uh, do you remember Janine Byrne? And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, duh. (laughs) I remember Janine. Of course I do. And Glow was like, Janine wants to hang out with you. And I was like, yeah, let's hang out. Let's all hang out. And Glow was like, no, sweetie. Janine wants to hang out with you. And I was like, by the way, I'm being Italian right now and doing hand gestures that are insinuating sex. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Because I just, my initial reaction was shock because I obviously have an issue with being secure about my looks. But the first thing I thought was, but Janine's so hot. Because I knew Janine had aged well because I we were still connected on social media I was very aware that Janine's a babe and a half and I was shocked that a babe and a half was interested in that and so immediately I was like please schedule it for this Friday (laughs) like I was ready to go I was like tell Janine I'm down so glow and this is a very classic glow thing by the way she brings people together in that way
2: Whenever I listen to this, I really wish that I had a friend like Glow.
0: I
4: know, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. Like, what a homie. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. And especially like like an ex doing that too. Like that's fucking solid. Like Yeah.
1: So did they do the
2: Yes. Let's nice. listen to more of that. I think I think it's just the next segment. I'm just gonna go right into it.
4: Janine, I don't know if you remember, but Yumi and Glow met up at, um, which at the time was Trigger. And
5: I was just going <laughs> to ask you which bar we I was like, did we go to Cuba? We're, We're about to age ourselves big.
4: We're about to age ourselves big because Trigger has not existed for years. But it was, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bar in San Francisco on Market Street, uh, like right before you get to, to Castro Street.
0: How could you forget that they're in from San Francisco? Like, I feel like it's.
2: This information, I, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to this. Like, you I've mentioned I've it
1: a, kind of a lot. Kind of I, a they lot, do. Like Castro,
0: <laughs> and like, it's obviously San
1: Francisco. And but...
2: even just this <laughs> clip, I've had to listen to like 10, <laughs> 15 times. It does not stick. Weston's like, like Trigger was the Portland
1: Lesbian Bar. <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> that was the Egyptian Room. Uh, R.I.P., Egyptian Room. Yeah.
0: yeah, so they go to Trigger it's called trigger (laughs) like how fucking amazing is that for a queer Mm, bar fucking incredible
4: (laughs) we used to go there a lot janine have and i have gotten in trouble in a lot of bars in san francisco but that was the first time we reconnected and it (laughs) if you have any input on that night i'd love to hear what you think because i have my idea but
2: were you nervous janine or like what were you thinking going into that
4: I'm nervous now just thinking about the whole
5: thing. (laughs) If I'm being perfectly honest. Um, I'm not sweating. I'm fine. So, I saw glow all the time. We would run into each other. And when they told me that Taylor was back, that was like, I wanted to throw a party, obviously. (laughs) Because it's like, who gets to reconnect with the biggest crush that they had in their middle school life you know like there was a part of me that i think that never that i didn't think we were gonna ever get to really be friends friends again like we'd run into each other sure but Mm -hmm. like be actually be able to spend time together again so at that point i was like i want taylor right now where is she let's go dancing because the best thing about Taylor is music, Taylor, Mm -hmm. pop music in general, Mm -hmm. let's go dance right now. And so any, I have so many memories of us dancing, honey, Mm -hmm. I can't even separate them.
4: Yeah, it's like sixth grade or 30 years old. It's where, yeah, totally, totally.
5: Just dancing all the time,
4: just all the dancing. And so that's pretty much exactly what happened. We went dancing, and you know what happens when you go dancing with somebody that you're attracted to. But what's funny is that night was the funniest. It was, I don't even, it was funny. It was just funny because Janine and I are both extremely strong tops. <laughs> and and so... There's sexual <laughs> chemistry, but also brats. Two tops so, don't make a bottom. Yeah, that night we didn't even hook up. It was, well, and to be fair, I was living at my grandma's house trying to find a place to live. And Janine also ha- did not have a place to live. Janine was staying on someone's couch and I was living at my grandma's. Yeah. What were we going to do? Like, so night one, we just tried to make it happen. And we went to where Janine was staying in the hate and uh tried to do anything on the couch but we wouldn't let the other one not like we both fought to top so it was just uh, basically just <laughs> somersaulting on <laughs> the couch no you no you and no we got you, nowhere no, you're gonna we didn't hook up, up. yeah we got we fought nowhere bummer
1: <laughs> <laughs> right 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 nothing more disappointing <laughs> than that oh god i really feel for you in that moment
4: <laughs> and then And then, because of our situations, I pulled some strings and tried to, I definitely was trying to be impressive, for sure. It worked. It worked. I pulled some strings. I had a friend who worked at a really nice hotel, um, and I got us, uh, basically, anytime we wanted, I would just get us this insane room. Um, I got the employee discount, so I would always get this amazing, huge, sweet, huge bathroom. Just and and Janine and I did fun, romantic things in that in the for. That's many what you nights, call many romantic? Times. I'm kidding. I don't know a podcast <laughs> if this is X-rated or not. We had a lot of sex in hotels for a couple of short period of time.
1: This is fucking, this is like an erotic novel. (laughs) Right, right, (laughs) right. Like the circumstances of this (laughs) are, if they were not manufactured, then this is like, this is a fucking good story.
0: You can legit like write like a rom-com from like,
1: <laughs> 100 no, percent it's yeah. absolutely it's a
2: it's a middle school first love slow burn right it right, truly is and of course yeah. they're
1: based out of the bay area and it's like beautiful <laughs> wow, i'm waiting really? for them to have like a huge fight and they don't talk for right, forever yeah, yeah, and they yeah. run into each other on a bridge and it's
0: like <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly exactly yeah one of them gets back with their abusive ex and then yeah totally go. and
1: then all of a sudden one day like a uh, f- you know, fingernail clippers remind them of the other person and they <laughs> decide to call each other and then they fall in love. And Yeah. <laughs> if that's not the way it happens. Anyway, <laughs> that, that better be, be way you're about to play us, Weston. <laughs>
5: <laughs> My favorite thing about reconnecting at that time in our lives was we got to relive this experience that I think I always wanted to have as middle school Which is that let's run behind an alley somewhere and make out.
4: Yes, that is totally it. That is exactly what we did. (laughs) And so it was such a
5: lovely time in my life to like have this connection happen again because making
4: out in the back of my car. It was so but we did like at the BART parking lot. It was like unsexy. It was something that you would do when you were a kid, you know? Yes. That's yeah, totally what we, we would, did
5: on our lunch breaks. We would yep. meet up with each other just and that. we would both <laughs> make out in the alleyway for yeah. the 10 or 15 minutes that
4: we could every day for like a that while. Is, wow. Janine. Oh my God. That is so funny. You said that because that is exactly what we did. And I didn't even like realize it. You probably knew cause you'd been waiting for that, but me, I didn't know. It was just fun. <laughs> I felt like a kid. That's what it was. We felt like kids. I, that's what I felt like.
1: There's this interesting thing about um, Janine saying a chance to do what she always wanted them to do in middle school.
0: I think that, you know, had they like maintained their connection, you know, like I would imagine that have been like, you know, like, oh, like they would have dated, gone through stupid shit and then broken up and then probably never talked again. You know, like the fact that it happened the way that it happened is Mm -hmm. like probably why they're together now, you know, like, yeah, I imagine (laughs) that
1: that. Probably preserved the relationship, whatever it, whatever it, we find out, yeah. it ends up being.
2: Well, they sort of ended on a bit of a high note, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were. They, what brought them apart in middle school was that that they moved. Yeah. you know, it wasn't anything that was like relational within within between them. Yeah,
1: like no trauma yeah, yeah. or anything like and that. And
2: then they got to re meet at kind of an optimum time in their life. Uh, all the right things happened at the right time. Yeah. You know, like they met right. at the right time in middle school. And then they maybe even, you know, like, separated at the right time before, like, high school and college can get really messy and weird. Yeah.
1: Lesbians, uh, this is an example of why you should wait. <laughs> just be patient. Can you just relax? Please. See what happens when you relax? <laughs> Nobody's telling you to wait 20 fucking years. But more than two months, I think, is good.
0: <laughs> and, and this has been your Queer Meets Queer PSA. <laughs>
1: yes, from your lesbian Shania Twain. <laughs>
5: do you remember why, I don't think what we were doing with dating, but why we stopped hanging out in
4: that manner? Yeah, I, of course I do.
2: I don't entirely know how to deal with this part of the story because it involves someone who can't really like speak for themselves. but there was this person named C. Who was sort of part of um, their kind of like cohort in Los Angeles, their friend group? Uh, it was a, a person who was friends
0: San with Francisco.
2: San Francisco. Um, this person, <laughs> is...
0: <laughs> like, she just mentioned living on Hate Street. Like I just, Justin I is
1: like fucking <laughs> human.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I like, disrespect California I'm one so more sorry. time.
2: <laughs> hate Street, over here like, hate street means <laughs> Hate Street means literally nothing to me. And I'm sorry. It's about the hate it. no, It's oh my so God. funny. I don't know what I
1: don't know what that is either. So I'm okay. with you. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I've just, just never like, spent time in California. Just, it's an internationally known street.
0: It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is
1: that the one it's where fine. the um the um what is the huge like kink thing that's down? In that's Folsom. I think. Folsom, Folsom Street. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: okay. So they're in San Francisco, and they have this. There's this person in their friend group named C who Taylor doesn't get along with. Uh, and Taylor has fairly good reason to be suspicious of this person's interests and motivations. But I, I kind of, well, we're not really getting into it because, again, C is not here to right. talk, like to tell this, to tell right. her side of the story. Um, but C ends up going after Janine.
1: Um, and that
2: kind of sets up a problem.
1: As, yeah, I mean, yes. It's that
0: incident you're like talking about that has happened in the story.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, this, this is, predi- is, you, the, this is the erotic this. novel moment <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. notice how i'm saying i'm purposefully not calling this a rom-com
0: i, I, you know, I, I did notice that i did notice that <laughs> and i support there's it there's more sex
1: than a rom-com in this story <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is far too like dramatic and gay for a rom-com
4: when i first got back to the city Glow was dating somebody specific at the time that I was not a fan of and hanging out with some people I wasn't a fan of. And one of them, we'll just call her C for this. Oh, sorry, Janine knows exactly what happened now that I said that. I love how you're like, how did it end? Oh, you don't remember? Um, I do. Yeah, and I here's the thing. Because me and Janine weren't dating and we are, at the end of the day, looking out for each other and love each other and, and want each other to get the things they want, I was trying to be cool and be like, Janine, don't do this. Like, I know what's happening here and I know C is hot. It's not going to work. And if you do this, it's going to ruin what's going on. Janine was like, got to do it. Sorry, because C was hot. I get it but i also knew the outcome which was it never happened. C played mind games, strung you along, and then Janine came back and goes, "Oh, it didn't work. Let's like go back to what we were doing." And I was like, "Nah, that's it. We're we're now we're just friends." <laughs> and yeah. Janine got so but hurt, but like also I was, was like,
1: "Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Good for fucking you, right. Taylor. Good for you." That that is really hard to do, and just be like, no, sorry, we're not going to go back to this after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think um, I I I also kind of feel for Janine because I don't know that Janine really predicted that she was kind of jeopardizing what she had with mm-hmm. with Taylor, and I think that you know she had maybe like some pretty good reason to think that this was going to be okay, and here's that reason.
5: But I also specifically remember a conversation where. You had kept telling me you didn't want to date anybody. I didn't. I know. And then when you eventually got upset when when we had that conversation about not dating anymore, I was remembered looking at you and being like, you said you didn't want to date anyone. And you looked at me straight in the face and you said, it was supposed to do the opposite and it didn't work.
4: Yeah. I was trying to be cool and it didn't work. Also we shouldn't have dated like that's probably oh no i'm
5: happy we didn't happen a good I'm thing
4: <laughs> but yeah we were also yeah we were in our early 20s we were just we didn't mm-hmm. know how to be people yet and that's why okay. do you say,
2: yeah why do you say you shouldn't have dated
4: <laughs> there's plenty of reasons you want to go <laughs> first uh I think the reason we shouldn't have dated is the exact same reason that we couldn't hook up the first night that we connected, you know, uh, I love Janine and I will do anything for Janine and she, it, our relationship is perfect. And. It's because we have not dated, <laughs> you know, yeah. like the things that a Janine gets annoyed Janine, I annoy Janine in certain <laughs> ways. Right. Uh, this is all relationships. In those ways, if we lived together and we had a romantic relationship, I'd be dead now. She would have killed me.
5: <laughs> I would have killed. Yeah, I would. Have or been vice versa.
4: That. You know what I mean? Like the, There are things about Janine that I just can't have as part of my romantic permanent number one partner. Like, yeah. It, so we're so similar, in a lot of ways, and so many ways um and then also different and in those it's like not symbiotic for a romantic relationship if that makes sense but for what we've made out of it it's fucking perfect i think yeah Yeah, our
0: friendship is phenomenal i love this yeah i would say i love this
4: this
1: is like it's like such a i mean how many times have you two had an experience like that where it was just like messy and then it's like you never speak to each other again
2: Not very often that I've never spoken to them again. But that's my but this is my only experience of dating.
1: I I, (laughs) I have had like a few like big things happen that in hindsight were just like we were young and we just weren't working out. And uh like still do not talk to that to those people just because like at the time it was so big and dramatic and like painful. So I think it's it's like really cool that and that There's, like transcends yeah. friendship and relationship dynamics. Right. I feel like you know the the like so- society is telling us that like you are either friends with somebody for the whole time or you date them. And if you are right. going to date them, you cannot possibly be friends with them. You cannot like fuck and then realize that you are friends and make right. it work.
0: Well, that's what we were talking about on. I think the first episode, right? We were talking about the the non linear mm-hmm. type of relationship. It's very mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Like
1: it's great and for them to be talking about it like i imagine in the moment when they were having that hard conversation or when taylor found out about this c person that was not fun Uh, that was probably painful for them but they are they are acknowledging that and also speaking to its importance Mm -hmm. like they're not spending time Mm -hmm. dwelling on that pain Mm -hmm. which i which i think is really great
2: no i think it's really nice to hear them reflect from a place of like being really confident in their relationship now mm-hmm. back on this really hard messy time. I imagine it
0: was very painful in the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Well I think that's like, you know, that's part of like the, you know, the foundation I think of any like legitimate like strong relationship of, of any kind, right, is like it's not just, um, you know, hyping up these like these these high moments of like, oh, everything was great and you know, sunshines and rainbows, like it's also like, what really makes a relationship like strong and grounded is like having those like down times too and like really Acknowledging that that's just as important to keep a relationship really strong and together, mm-hmm. so
1: yeah, and I think like you know you have a good bond with somebody, regardless of like what your relationship is when you can have moments like that and and talk about it and talk about how painful it was and then be like, but I'm not leaving you
2: right I'm not
1: going right. away. you know this sucked, but it's obvious that it like nobody was being malicious on purpose mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: They cared about each other through
1: it all. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah, which which I think is like you know it's hard in relationships in general to do that, but I feel like it's especially hard in queer relationships mm. to do that, and that's like I think that's like you know combination of like societal pressure and then like pressure we put on ourselves, and then when you're dating somebody who's like you know born the same gender as you, there are like hormone things, being mm. around that person all the time and shared experiences and all this stuff that's that sometimes feels like it's working against you. Um, right. So I, I feel like I feel extra proud of them mm-hmm. right, right, as, right. as the sure. lesbian dad in this yeah. narrative <laughs> story.
2: So they um they stayed they stayed friends um throughout their twenties and um they're now like in their their early thirties and they live in different cities again now and they're actually both telling this story. They're both telling it from their homes, which they share with long-term committed partners.
5: The way Taylor and I's relationship played out over the years has been a lot of dinner dates and catching up and going out and
4: And following along
5: with each other's lives in a very purposeful, supportive friendship way.
4: And also there were times after that, I remember specifically I was going through a hard time. I knew that Janine was also going through a hard time and we had connected And maybe gotten a little too close, and maybe gotten into some trouble in some, you know, sneaking behind alleyways and backs of taxis and whatever. Um, (laughs) But um, we knew that, like, that's what each other needed to do at that moment. It was not like we were gonna date and fall in love. It was this is how I'm supporting you right now as a friend. We need to make out with each other. That's what our comfort looks like. (laughs) And, you know, Janine, what a good friend. Janine was a hairstylist for a long, long time in San Francisco. And the amount of clients that she has that I have also been romantic with (laughs) is, I almost blame her. And I, I, no, not blame, give props to, give thanks, blessings. Oh, my goodness, Emma, hold on. That kid. bless i no I actually want to thank you while we're here I would like to thank you for singing my praises to a number of your clients um <laughs> I really appreciate it and you <laughs> uh because that uh, the the amount of of times I have come up in your chair I can't even imagine a lot <laughs> <laughs> But Janine, you always hooked me up. You always hooked me up. I love. I got to Thank all, you. I've
5: always that. been looking out for you. Yeah.
4: I want everyone that my that are my
5: friends to just be happy and get whatever they need for their get life. Laid.
4: <laughs> Amen to that.
5: Amen to that. Oh my,
4: over
1: god. Over oh my and and god! Over and over and over. means
4: Glow and Janine, it's like <laughs> I holy I
1: shit. Died.
2: They're just looking out for each other. Damn. You know? Damn.
0: Great friends, you,
1: like <laughs> you had, you got their six. You <laughs> got their six.
2: We are pretty close to the end of this story. We're gonna finish up with Janine and Taylor each telling us something they learned from this relationship.
5: I'm going first. Go first. <laughs> um. What I've learned from my relationship, Taylor, is first of all, something very important that I haven't had a lot of examples of in my life is like unconditional love and honesty. Mm
4: -hmm, mm
5: -hmm. Like that is something that you and I, I can trust you. I know you're never going to lie to me. I know that you will always tell me what I need to hear, whether I want to hear it or not, Mm -hmm. and I know you'll love me no matter what I do, and I feel the same exact way about you, Mm -hmm. and that's my biggest thing for our relationship and our friendship and why it's still going so strong for all these years.
4: I learned from Janine at a very young age when we met in sixth grade that it's possible to be loved when you're being your 100% authentic self no matter what that looks like Janine was the first person to teach me that was I guess the same thing as unconditional love but yeah. it's really <laughs> I'm cheating but what I mean is like I have always wanted to like I ever since I was little obviously Janine said you know I was still wearing tomboy clothes in middle school I was still doing things that wasn't conformity and but I was fighting with my authentic self my whole life because it is so different from the norm and I always had a problem loving those things about me and you know loving that I'm a tomboy loving that I like this loving that I like playing basketball Janine was the first person to teach me I love you for that and like oh you love me for these different weird things about me what like it was so eye-opening for me and it's so funny because throughout the years we're obviously fighting that you know, fighting stereotypes and all this stuff. But because I was, had the gift of meeting Janine at a young age, it definitely helped fuel me doing that always. Because boy, am I a unique little weirdo. (laughs) Mm, Little muffin. (laughs) Which, you know, queer kids, it's hard for us to find that. Um, We're we're very lucky. I feel very lucky to have met Janine when I did. And the fact that she's still around and she still puts up with me as a friend. I'm blessed. Love
5: you so much.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any questions about Janine and Taylor's relationship, message us at Queer Meets Queer on Instagram and Twitter. We just might answer your question on our next episode of Sunday Brunch our bonus episode series. If you like what you heard today, tell your friends. Actually, tell your middle school crush. Seriously, look them up, track them down, tell them you are thinking about them and let us know what happens if you do. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss out on more of this amazing queer content. If you are wondering how to support this podcast, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Positive reviews help us get surfaced and help people find us. Today's show was produced by me and edited by myself and Seth Goshorn. We receive financial support from the Regional Arts and Culture Council and the Portland Art Museum. Cool. We'll see you next time.